Welcome to the Tangled Angle podcast number three. Today I'm going to talk about what is a conservative, what is a liberal, what is a leftist. I am Janice Christensen, host of this podcast, and I, along with guests, will be addressing the tangled angles of conservative American values given to us by the Constitution while using facts and keeping it classy. So today in this episode, I want to launch into what is a conservative, and there's been a huge battle this past year between leftists and conservatives, especially 2020 during the presidential election. And these words are thrown around on social media and the news, and those throwing them out there are assuming that listeners and readers have a clear understanding of what is being said. Other words like constitution, liberal, leftist, conservative, left of center, right of center, libertarian, communist, socialist, Marxist, and all the other words used to describe where someone may fall on the political spectrum are used. And until I really began to study political science when my husband was elected to office in 2003, I honestly didn't really know what most of them meant. I don't have a poli-sci degree. I really never was interested in politics. I mean, we voted as citizens, but beyond that, I really hadn't paid much attention. But it was really all a muddled mess in my brain until I began to study and learn about politics and the different forms of government around the world. I, <laughs> and I laugh because we haven't studied political science. Really, nobody in my family has, which is a misnomer because pure, unadulterated science is rarely applied to politics. So words matter, and the definition of these words needs to be clearly understood by everyone in a conversation or watching or listening to talking heads on social media to comprehend what is being said. I need to explain how I learned the hard way 16 years for the 16 years my husband served in Olympia about these words when it comes to political ideology. To those on the left, which we have many friends on the left, and those on the right, and we have many friends on the right, we often use the same words, but they have very different meanings to those on the two sides. We might be saying the same words, but the meaning of those words is not the same. And the same word that we would be using when we talk to each other has very different meanings. For instance, let's take the word liberal. When someone on the right says they want to be liberal or think others should be liberal, they usually mean they think people should be generous and open-handed with their own resources, their money, their time, their gifts, their talents. Generous might be the good synonym here when someone on the right wants to be generous, liberal, and giving. They do not assume others will do the same, and they don't want to force others to do the same. Now, when a liberal or a leftist says we should be liberal, both are similar but not the same, a liberal and a leftist, they mean everyone needs to be this way whether or not it is their own personal choice. And if we are not liberal or generous in their brains, they will attempt to influence thought and pass laws to force us to be liberal. It's forced generosity that they're after, which is coercion. It's not liberality or generosity. 
Liberals and leftists are very generous in giving with other people's money, which can be translated taxpayer money, and those liberals elected to positions of power happily squander taxpayer dollars. They're, they're, but they act very serious. We want to help the poor. Oh, and they're just heavy-hearted when they say it. And we want to do what's best for the children, quote-unquote. And they try very hard to appear virtuous, not realizing they're going to extract taxpayer dollars from the citizenry and spend it as they see fit to do these things to be liberal. They even hand out awards to each other for who has been more generous with other people's money, which is your money. It, it really rubbed me wrong in the Olympia when I saw this. I was like, really? You're just patting each other on the back for being generous with other people's money. I didn't get it. So conservatives, to be liberal or generous, we give under the, we're our own compulsion to charities, churches, 501c3s, and other non-governmental organizations called NGOs. And conservatives do this out of their own generosity with their own money, using their own resources on their own time by their own choice. It's an individual decision. That's, I just wanted to clarify that about what is, how someone on the left and someone on the right can be using the same word, but not mean the same thing. So what is a conservative? And I was, I mean, I can know what it is in my brain, but again, it was kind of muddled. So I turned to Google. And Google says a conservative is a person favoring free enterprise, private ownership, and socially trend traditional ideas. And Wikipedia does a pretty good job here of describing a conservative also. Wikipedia says that a conservative is a broad system of political beliefs in the United States that is characterized and by respect for American traditions, republicanism, support for Judeo-Christian values, which are biblical values, moral absolutism, free markets and free trade, anti-communism, individualism, and advocacy for American exceptionalism. The recent movement is based in the Republican Party, end of quote. I would also add to this definition of a conservative is we also are for border security, assimilation after immigration, affirming life from conception to the grave, and the upholding and honoring of marriage between one man and one woman. These conservative ideals and beliefs all originate from the Bible and are God's idea for what is best for the human race. Now, the conservative values I've just listed all originate from the Bible, and they're God's idea for what is best for the human race. I will attempt to cover that topic in a future podcast, but I have read the Bible and come to understand that all of these conservative ideals can be found as beginning in the Bible. So what is a leftist? Leftists and liberals are not the same. That will probably be a different podcast for me. But for now, I will talk about leftists. And again, I turned to Wikipedia, which was very interesting. And bear with me, quote, leftist economic beliefs range from Keynesian economics and the welfare state through industrial democracy and the social market to the nationalization of the economy and central planning, to the 
anarcho-syndicalist advocacy of a council and assembly-based self-managed anarchist communism. (laughs) First of all, when I read this, I literally laughed out loud because this is so typical of leftists. They make it so convoluted, so difficult to understand. They bury who they really are in words. So it's so lengthy, we give up and don't even try and understand it. This is why bills in Olympia and in Washington, D.C. are hundreds of pages long and why you know, Nancy Pelosi revealed her cards in 2012 when she said, you just have to vote on the health care bill to know what's in it because it was so long, so cumbersome, and so clunky. And no person on earth has time to read every word of every bill each year. It's impossible. Olympia alone has on average 3,000 bills per session that are introduced. And probably of that, gosh, my numbers might be off, but maybe only 600 of them even make it on different committee calendars. It's overwhelming. But this is part of the tactic of the left. They make it so cumbersome, so wasteful, so wordy, so clunky. They attempt to make it appear complicated. All this does is create a maze and a smokescreen so that you can't really know what's being said, let alone try and understand it. I will translate. So what is this Wikipedia definition of a leftist saying? Leftists believe everyone, yes, everyone, except those in power, should be dependent on government for their livelihoods and well-being. And government should own all property, all businesses, be in control of all the schools, all the education, all industry, all transportation, and the people should be slaves to those in power. Now hold, hold on if you think that's a little extreme. Nationalizing the economy, which was part of their definition, means that the government owns everything. Every money-making endeavor, endeavor is owned by the government all businesses, all industry, all property, and central planning, a very a word that sounds great, like, yeah, we're going to all get together and have a plan that we all agree on, central planning. Well, that really means that you will live and work in cities where they tell you where to live, where to work, and you have no choice in the matter. The individual owns nothing except maybe some meager bowls and spoons and the clothes on their backs. Your housing, job, electricity, food, fuel, clothes, and health care are all rationed and always at a shortage. In this recent election of Trump versus Biden, it was really about these two views, leftists and conservatives. It was really about these two very different polar opposite political belief systems and which one was eventually going to win out. And I think now here in 2021, we are in the battle for our nation to preserve the Constitution, to preserve our freedoms and liberties and our beloved way of life. We conservatives love our country, understand freedom and liberty of the individual, understand the rule of law, respect individual property rights, educational choice, support life from conception to natural death, support low taxation, few government regulations, support environmental conservation, promote healthcare choices, freedom of movement and transportation choices, 
and understand small business is the economic engine of a healthy and capitalistic economy. Conservatives want to preserve and uphold these freedoms and want America's citizens to be prosperous and free and let the individual retain and enjoy his or her sovereignty. And leftists don't begin there. They begin with the belief that people are oppressed, discriminated against, and unable to work or think for themselves. So the leftist's job is to then do everything for them, provide them food, housing, education, and basically brainwash these people to be part of the cultural uh, collective good instead of the individual amazing gifts and talents that are able to shine under a conservative belief system. And some of you might be saying, well, she's exaggerating. That's kind of, no, I am not exaggerating. If you read history, if you study different countries who believe these two things, you'll find a lot more countries on the left that have tried these things and failed than what has succeeded in America and the amazing American heritage that we've been given. There's an excellent book on this topic by Frederick Bastiat, who wrote The Law in 1850. He was a Frenchman, and this book has been translated to English and has been read widely read for over 150 years. And the reason that Frederick Bastiat wrote this book is that it was to reason that the only legitimate reason for law is to prevent injustice. And it explains the rule of law and conservatism so well. And it'll give you a background, if you want to read this book, as to why conservatives believe what they believe and what we're always talking about. And it's a short little pamphlet. I wouldn't even really call it a book. It's just a very short book, maybe a longer pamphlet, so worth getting. So I hope this helps you understand what the difference is between a conservative and a leftist. Give some definition to some of these words. And from my view, it really helped me to understand what was going on in the world when I understood these terms and what people were saying and who was saying them. So with that, I will leave you and look forward to next time on podcast number four of The Tangled Angle, where I will be addressing the tangled angles of conservative American values given to us by the Constitution while using facts and keeping it classy. Many thanks to Julie Barrett, founder of the Conservative Ladies of Washington, for her support, inspiration, and guidance in starting this podcast, and to my producer, Brendan Anderson.